Information about the rollout of a potential COVID-19 vaccine became available this week. A Mattoon church is picking up the pieces after it was destroyed in a devastating fire. More on these stories now. I'm Annalisa Trofimuk. And I'm Sierra Henry. And this is Lee Enterprise's Long Story Short. Hey everyone, I hope you all had a relaxing and enjoyable holiday weekend. Welcome to Long Story Short, where every week we recap important Central Illinois news reported by Lee Enterprises journalists in Bloomington, Decatur, and Mattoon. This week, reporter Kelsey Watsnauer is joining us in the studio. Kelsey, why don't you tell our listeners about yourself? Hey everyone, my name is Kelsey and I'm a reporter here at the Panagraph. I've been here about two years covering public safety, K-12 education, and now most recently courts. Kelsey, tell us an interesting fact. Tell us, uh, what is your favorite restaurant that you've tried here in Bloomington Normal since your time here? Um, my favorite would be Night Shop in downtown Bloomington because um, I'm vegetarian and they have a lot of vegan and vegetarian options that are fantastic. All right, let's get started today. We're going to um, hear from Kelsey a little bit later. She's going to help us um, give you some of the news that happened this week. We're going to start off with some vaccine-related news. Bacon County healthcare workers will be in the first wave of people to be able to get a vaccination for COVID once approved by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Governor J.B. Pritzker said the state expects to get 109,000 doses initially, and those will be distributed in the 50 counties with the highest per capita death rates. The first group able to get the vaccine are healthcare personnel, then residents of long-term care facilities, based on the fatality rate, the first on the list is Greene County, southwest of Springfield, followed by Wayne County, east of Mount Vernon. Macon County is 18, with Christian County at 33 and DeWitt at 36. States had until Friday to submit vaccination rollout plans to the federal government. It will be several months until there is an adequate number of vaccinations available for the general population. All right, moving to local government news. On Monday, December 7th, Bloomington Council members will discuss the city's and library's property tax levy. There are no anticipated changes from last year's rate. No changes are expected for the Town of Normal's property tax. The council will also meet Monday. Coverage of both council meetings can be found at pantograph.com. Mattoon Mayor Tim Gover died Thursday morning as a result of lingering health issues, Mattoon City officials announced earlier this week. Gover has served as Mattoon's mayor for the last 10 years, and city officials remembered him for his love of the community. Councilmember Preston Owen, the city's finance commissioner, will serve as acting mayor until the city council appoints someone to the position. Read reporter Dave Fopay's article about Mayor Gover and his time with the city at jg-tc.com, where we provide photos and highlights of his time as mayor. Okay, in education news, on Friday, Decatur Schools announced that beginning January 19th, families who have chosen the in-person learning option will be able to send kids to their schools one day a week. Students will be divided into groups A and B, with one group attending on Tuesdays and the other group attending on Thursdays, while the rest of the students are learning remotely. Families could also choose to remain in remote learning full-time. Beginning the week of February 7th, the plan is to have all students who have chosen in-person learning in school four days a week, with Wednesdays devoted to remote learning for all students. Again, those who choose to remain virtual will be able to do that instead. Hear from teachers and what their thoughts are on this in Valerie Wells' story at heraldtypeandreview.com. Back in Bloomington Normal, McLean County Unit 5 announced this week schools will not be returning to in-person learning this semester, remaining in remote while local metrics and community spread is still significant, Superintendent Kristen Weichel said. In Bloomington, District 87 will continue the hybrid in-person model until winter break with a pause of remote learning at the beginning of the spring semester to act as a sort of buffer before classes resume in January. 
To learn more about how junior high and high school students for District 87 will go back to school, check out my update story at panagraph.com. All right, we got a little bit of sports news for you. Who could have thought at the start of 2020 we would go into an entire calendar year without football? For several Illinois college coaches, the idea was unfathomable. To put it lightly, it's been downright awful, according to Brock Spack, Illinois State University's head coach. Panagraph Randy Reinhardt this week took our readers into some of our well-known college football coaches' heads to show just how they feel about losing their football season due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Read the full story at panagraph.com, where we feature video interviews with the coaches, photos from past games, and more. Reporter Jim Benson covered a Redbird record-setting victory against Division III Greenville on Wednesday at Redbird Arena. ISU smashed the school mark of 137 points set against McMurray in a 1973 game at Hornfield House. The Redbirds' point total was the fourth highest ever by an NCAA Division I team. Check out Jim's story at panagraph.com. Reporter Joey Wagner was in Indianapolis this week covering the Jimmy V Classic at Banker's Life Fieldhouse. Uh, check out his coverage of the face-off between Illinois and Baylor. Wagner also had a column about uh, covering sports during the pandemic, and all of his stories can be found at herald-review.com. And now to move into some public safety news. This week, the Lee Enterprises Midwest reporters began a year-long focus on sex offenses, dealing with the effectiveness of public sex offender registries and the impact of COVID-19 on sex offenses in Midwest communities. Across the Panagraph, Decatur Herald and Review, and the Mattoon Journal-Gazette Times-Courier, our readers can check out in-depth coverage of these issues at a local level and gain access to stories from across the region and look forward to more in the next several months. Stories include photos and videos with local child advocacy groups and nonprofit organizations, a timeline of how the Illinois Registered Sex Offenders Database was created, and more. All this can be accessed at any of our three websites, panagraph.com, herald-review.com, and jg-tc.com. A nearly 100-year-old church in Mattoon has begun assessing damage after an early morning fire severely destroyed several rooms on November 29th. Mattoon Christian Church, a three-story building, lost two Sunday school classrooms, a bathroom, a communion room, and a back stairwell to the fire. The church also sustained fire damage to its sanctuary and smoke damage throughout the building. Pastor Ken King and a group of volunteers spent Wednesday morning picking through the debris as well as food lost from the church's community pantry. A Mattoon man has been arrested and charged in the Coles County Circuit Court with arson in connection to the fire. Read more about the story and recovery efforts underway. Check out reporter Rob Stroud's article at jg-tc.com where we also have video and photos of the fire and cleanup efforts. A Bloomington woman was killed in a house fire late Thursday night. McLean County Coroner Kathy Yoder said Friday, 45-year-old Michelle Hansen died of carbon monoxide intoxication caused by the inhalation of smoke soot from the fire on Kreitzer Avenue. Bloomington and normal firefighters responded to the house fire after neighbors reported seeing smoke and flames coming from the back of the house, and they thought someone might be inside. Fire officials said the cause of the blaze is still under investigation, but it is presumed to be accidental. For more details about what happened Thursday night and to see Dave Praver's photos, head over to panagraph.com. 
The Herald Interview staff reported this week that a Sunday house fire resulted in the death of a 13-year-old girl. Reporter Garrett Carston writes, Sangamon County Coroner Jim Allman said the girl died at St. John's Hospital on Monday. The victim was initially taken to Decatur Memorial Hospital on Sunday and was later admitted to St. John's, according to Allman. In a statement released overnight, the Decatur Fire Department said crews responded at 1.45 p.m. to a report of a fire with trapped occupants at 650 West Main Street. When they arrived, they found heavy fire at the front of the house. Three occupants had already evacuated the structure and a fourth person, a 13-year-old girl, was found and rescued by firefighters. The cause of the fire remained unknown as of earlier this week and it is still under investigation. Keep up with the story at herald-review.com. We're going to close the podcast talking about a newsworthy event that happened this week. Spotify rolled out their 2020 year in review things wrapped. I don't know what it's called exactly, to be totally honest. But I, um, my, most of my Twitter feed this week was about that. Uh, who wants to go first? Sierra, you can, you can go first. She's typing. Hold on. Rude. Okay, I had to remember something. Okay. My Spotify rap this year is so embarrassing, and I can't believe that I'm about to put this out for all of our readers to know this about me. But my top, my one, my top artist was Doja Cat, um, who is very popular on TikTok. So if that says anything about my music taste right now, that's where we're at. So my top, like, three of my top songs were by Doja Cat, but who is a well-known, uh, I would she, she's a pop and she she does rap too. She's know. like pop rap, I don't know, pop rap, <laughs> artist, hip hop, whatever. So she she was like, one of her songs was my number one, but then my second number one, or my second song in the top five was Brandy. And I can't remember who the artist is, but it's, if you know the song, it's, the sailors say, Brandy, you're a fine girl. What a good wife you would be. I listened to that song all summer long. All summer long. <laughs> um, you will not be getting a um, vocalization from me or a reenactment of the songs I listen to. All you need to know... Is that well? First of all, Sierra, I need to respond to something you said. TikTok is not embarrassing. Loving TikTok is not embarrassing, so I don't want to hear it. <laughs> um, I my top artist of the year was Taylor Swift. I was in the top one percent of her listeners. That's so embarrassing. No, it's not embarrassing. You know what? Too. It's not embarrassing because she released Folklore, and that that shook me. <laughs> that album, I was not. I am nowhere near as big of a Taylor Swift fan as our editor Allison Petty. She's like. Taylor Swift's the number one fan. Anyway, um, but five, four out of the five songs for my top art songs of the year was from Folklore, the top one being Illicit Affairs. I don't know who hurt me, but um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what happened. So, okay, it was Illicit Affairs and then the song The Man, which is not from Folklore. It's from her other album, one of the other albums. And then the rest were all from Folklore. And then my other top artists were Chance the Rapper. Love him. Oh, good. Chance. Oh, good of him um uh, ariana grande duh and then this last one's bad <laughs> the glee cat <laughs> oh my god <laughs> huh well i don't have any fun stories because i joined spotify too late and they wouldn't give me a rap this year it's half the reason i signed up for this music app was so I could get a Spotify wrapped at the end of the year. 
And I just joined too late. And they're like, hey, listen some more. And maybe we'll tell you okay. <laughs> tell you something next year. <laughs> All right, then you give us Juice World. Yeah, make up your own. Oh, if I'm making up my own, it would be, oh, God. Juice World would be up there. Mm-hmm. His album was beautiful. Um, Tyler Childers, it's so out of my normal range, but it's like, a violin, a fiddle, whatever you want to call it. It's all instrumental except for one song, um, which if you haven't heard heard it, I highly recommend you go listen to his entire album, but mostly the one with lyrics at the end. <laughs> but um, oh, man, I don't listen to that much music, which so is what my problem. Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. Yes, thank you, Billie yeah, Eilish. It's four at least. Do I listen? Um, baby would probably be on my list yeah, too. Glee cast is not on your list. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I would never. Okay, my 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 top favorite artists um, that I listened to this uh, year um, on my Spotify raft was Doja Cat, uh, Rina Sawayama, who was really good, um, Rainbow Kitten Surprise, uh, Atta Boy, and I think there was someone else. Whatever, those are the only four that matter. Can can I just I just have to say something for everybody listening? I need to redeem myself because okay, I. Did not like Glee when I was in high school. I graduated high school in 2013. My friends were obsessed with Glee. So naturally, I was like, I hate it. Then, I don't know what happened, but when I went to college, I need I watched Glee and Gossip Girl over and over and over and over and over and over. I'm, I'm still doing I just restarted Glee two weeks ago. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm sorry to all of you who I disappointed. <laughs> um, but then my other song, one of the songs... Oh, wait. Let me find it. One of the other songs on my top list is from the tony hawk pro skater soundtrack in the, the nintendo game like the original nintendo game um it's the one that goes okay i guess i just did sing like sierra did um where is it superman goldfinger yep i listen to that when i go grocery shopping oh i think i know that one because it just feels like oh like like hectic like never mind <laughs> I'd also like to point out I've been listening to a lot of Nelly this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not even like modern Nelly. I'm talking 2001. Good. Welcome to Nellyville, my friends. Good. And uh, early 2000s. it's early 2000s hip hop R and B. It's where it's at. <laughs> All right. So you guys share with us on social media what your or don't. I mean, what's up to you? Share with us your top artists or your top songs of the year if you also have Gleecast on there let me know because it'll make me feel a little bit better <laughs> um you can find us on twitter my twitter handle is at annalisa tro um you can tweet at me my twitter handle is at pg underscore sierra henry and that's sierra as in uh sierra nevada s-i-e-r-r-a that's a lot to follow um mine is at k Watsonauer, but no one can spell that so it's k-w-a-t-z-n-a-u-e-r and spotify if the ceo of spotify is listening to this please give kelsey a 2020 wrap thank you if you're enjoying this podcast and our reporting feel free to subscribe you can also rate review and subscribe to our podcast at itunes and on spotify thanks again for listening we'll see you guys next week